0: Guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Gunner for Life. It's you know who on the mic. And obviously things are on the up, the up, the up. We're getting better, obviously, um, as everyone can see. Also welcomed Brighton on Sunday on Wenger's 21st anniversary. And that's what the topic is today, guys. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. <laughs> So where do we start off with? Obviously I'm going to start off with Arsenal versus Brighton but before I start and go into depth into that, I just want to give you guys a little info. Um, not a bad week for us Arsenal fans in general. We've managed to win six of our last seven games and I'm now level on points with Chelsea and also check had another clean sheet. So we are starting to look better. Obviously everyone can see that. But I, even though we look better, there's still a lot of improvements that need to be made and that's something that we'll pick up on the episode of the podcast continues. I want to start off with Wenger's 21st anniversary. It's He's been our longest serving manager. He's the longest serving manager in English football, which deserves a lot of credit. I know Arsenal fans are split regarding Arsenal Wenger, but I think... All Arsenal fans would tell you, regardless of what's happened in the last ten years, Wenger has been a great servant for Arsenal Football Club. He's you can see the guy loves the football club. His connection with the football club is, you know, beyond imagination. The the amount of control he has at the football club. So and it's understandable. You know what people need to understand is when you're at a club for more than twenty odd years, are you not gonna be a bit more in control of of situations so for example if you're working at a a place whether it be a football club whether it be you know anywhere retail whatever it may be if you worked in a place for 20 years you're gonna have a bit more of a say than other people will you're gonna have a bit more of authority than other people would look the guy has done an an excellent job especially in his first um decade because he when he first came no one knew him you know no one knew nothing about him. I was still a kid in all honesty. I was still in school. David Dean went for a guy that was literally unknown and also took a massive gamble on him which really really paid off especially in the first decade. Of course we all know the situation with Arson and Arsenal Football Club. Some people say that it's Arson that controls the financial decisions that are made at Arsenal Football Club. And some people say that he's not... He has no say whatsoever. So, like he said, you know, he will write a book one day. And that book and it's going to be really fascinating. Especially for us Arsenal fans. Because we'll find out the truth. We'll find out, you know, if this guy was the guy that was reluctant to spend money. Or if the club were reluctant to spend money and made it look like that Austin was at a fault and Austin was willing to accept that he would always be taken as the scapegoat. Now, if that is true, then, you know, we need to give the guy credit for everything. But if um, that's not true, then we kind of had a sense that he, he had more control than we thought he did anyways. But I'm not going to go into too deep into Wenger's, those that think Wenger out, Wenger in, because that's a subject that's, you know, kind of, dragged itself out over the last few years and that's the last thing we need right now in the middle of the season I don't think we need to bring that into the equation what I just wanted to do was to shed light into his achievements, especially the 21 years at Arsenal Football Club which is massive it's a massive an achievement and he deserves a lot of credit no matter how much Sometimes we think, you know, it's time for him to move on, or it's time for him to ask a football club to start a new chapter. We should never, ever forget the amount of dedication he showed to Arsenal Football Club, the man of loyalty he showed to Arsenal Football Club. I don't like when I hear, oh, uh, he's a fraud. And I agree sometimes, he might be tactical clueless and all that kind of stuff, but... I just don't like how we attack one of our greatest servants and I don't think that's our best way of going about it. I've done it before. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put my hands up. I'm not going to say, oh, guys, you know, I'm immune. I haven't done that before. No, nope. that would be a, a lie. With, unless he leaves on a mutual agreement with a club or he just decides to pack it in, I don't think he should be ushered out of the club. If the fans want to speak their, you know, their voice, they're entitled to, and I hope Wenger can hear the fans' voice. So, you know, like the fans wanted him to leave this year before he signed the contract, the majority of the fans, but obviously the FA Cup kind of swayed those fans that probably wanted him to leave. You're always going to get different opinions. All I'm trying to say is we should all get behind Wenger and his players And show him the support and also applaud him for his massive achievement at the football club. Um, Because longevity doesn't come easy nowadays, especially at a football club, uh, especially for managers. So, you know, we should appreciate that. I don't think we'll ever see another manager stay in a job like Wenger or Ferguson did. So it almost, you almost go accustomed to it. You almost go comfortable knowing that we're engaged at the football club because that's what you've known your whole life. I, I know for a fact that I, I do. like I I can say sometimes, oh, I want him out. In reality, when I sit back and think to myself, who would take over? Okay, who would take over? There are a lot of decent managers that can take over. But I don't know, something that just still wouldn't feel right. Us and at the club. But that's just me, hey, you know. I have a love and hate relationship with Wenger, and I'm sure most of you fans and we do the same as well. Moving on regarding to the football game on Sunday, I also welcomed Brighton um, on Sunday quite early in all honesty. Kickoff was at 11.30 or 12ish, well anyway, I don't even know, I woke up, I managed to to wake up on a Sunday, even though I was out on a Saturday night and managed to um, watch the game feeling all groggy, very tired, but I managed to watch the game. You know, I'm. the good thing is it was a very one-sided game. You know, it was a very one-sided game. The bad thing is Arsenal a few years back would have put the sword to that team. You know, they would have dismantled them. They would have put five, four against them. And, you know, honestly, we should have had five or four games. We were very wasteful, I think, on the day regarding decision-making and finishing wise. But regarding performance I thought it was really good. I thought we played really well. We were at the front foot all times. I don't think Brighton caused us any problems. You know honestly, Brighton became very negative, Chris Hutton. I thought Chris Hutton would have maybe tried to be a bit more, you know, expansive regarding attacking wise. You know, also were pretty much very comfortable. I think the only time we were very uncomfortable was when they had a free kick, Kolasinic and bought one of Brighton players down just outside the box and I think it was much got an excellent shot and smashed the the post and I think that was um, Brighton's best chance they even had actually when he hit the post there was a rebound and he came back out to brought one of the Brighton players and he didn't get his foot around the ball and he just skied over the team selection again um, I wouldn't say it was questionable it was good that we saw Ramsey reverted back into the centre midfield Alex Iwobi was reintroduced after he had a a decent performance against Chelsea. Not the best, decent performance. He had a good performance against Brighton. He obviously scored the the goal with a sublime piece of magic from Alexis Sanchez with a little back heel. I think all Brighton players were attracted to the ball and Sanchez not aware that Iwobi was just making a run on the inside and Sanchez being Sanchez, you know, produced a moment of brilliance. (laughs) That's what good footballers do. Good footballers are able to observe or even, you know, get a sense of where their players are. So, and he, I think he got a sense of it. Robby would be there. And credit to Robby. It was a very good finish. And credit to Arsenal. It was a very good display. Rob Holden was reintroduced in this game. And there were times where he does look kind of suspicious at time. Like we all know, he's a very young boy and, you as time will go on he will get better and better the more games he gets the more experience he collects so we didn't see koshon in azol cuz obviously kosh was is suffering these achilles problems that he has every every other game and azol who's been suffering a knee inflammation we don't know the situation in some people are saying he's looking to looking to wiggle his way out of the club and um, some people are saying it's actually is an injury and he's just struggling at the moment. And we saw that he was dropped out of the German World Cup qualifiers. Maybe both managers are starting to be like, you know what, Urzul needs, needs to up his game. But when I looked at World, um, German's World Cup qualifiers, in reality, they've only, they only need a point to qualify. Then I realised, you know what, they're just resting Urzul. So... so it's not. It's not the case that he's probably trying to wiggle his way out of the club. It's just. It looks like he has does have some sort of slight injury and inflammation, and he's just been rested and for precaution. Honestly, you know, to summarize the whole game, you know, we we were very wasteful. Like I said earlier on, we had chances to put four five against Brighton. Lacazette hit the post. I think there was an opportunity where Lacazette was. It was two against one. He has Sanchez to his left, um, to his right. I definitely agree. I don't think he took the right option, in all honesty. But knowing that he is the number nine, you won't hold that against him too much. Um, there are times where I thought Arsenal could have found Lacazette in the middle because his movement is excellent, especially when he gets into that six-yard box around that goal. And if you know the pullbacks can be good enough, they can always find. Um, like a who I thought there was a few times where he, he was available for a tap-in. We also saw Ramsey had a tap-in. We, we missed his chance. Um, Kolasinac had a header that was cleared off the line. So also, you know, yeah, like I said, also could have had four or five goals on the day and could have increased their their goal difference, especially against two Manchester clubs who are just bossing at the moment regarding points and goal difference. Uh, honestly, like, I think Wenger's approach on Lacazette is not helping the situation. I know he's trying to get game times for Giroud and uh, Theo Walker. Lacazette is our main attacking focal point. We need him at his highest regarding confidence. Now, if he's been taken off every single game for Olivier Giroud, now I'm not saying Olivier Giroud shouldn't get games, that's not, I'm not arguing that, but I'm, what I'm arguing the case is that Laka deserves more time on the pitch. It's not helping him. You know, you're taking him off. Take off Sanchez. You know, take off Iwobi. Bring on um, Laka and Giroud together. Don't even give Walk up time. He doesn't deserve time. In all honesty, you know, I know he scored two goals against Bate Borosif. But let's stick him, let's keep him in the Europa League and let him do his job there. But regarding Druid, who does deserve a little bit of Premier League, I can't fault for bringing him on. But what I can fault is you're kind of killing Lacazette's confidence. You know, every time he like, he probably knows now, I mean, like 70th minute that he's coming off. Like a few weeks ago, he was on a brace, going for a hat trick, Wenger takes him off. I'm sure Wenger knows more than anything about confidence because he's always rallying us about confidence. He's always telling. In his it well, it's all about confidence. Build the guy's confidence. Let him get his hat-trick. Instead of you taking him off and bringing on Giroud and the scoreline not changing. I don't mind, like I said, I don't bring bringing Giroud on. But I still would like, um, I would love to see, like I said, finish a game into the shape of the game. And I just feel like the longer the as game goes on, teams tend to, you know... Um, switch off, concentration, sense of lapse and more than ever, I think he can get goals then. Yes, physicality Wenger might argue the fact that he's not there yet but how would you know if you don't give him the opportunity to play full 90 minutes? So, I, I think we definitely need to get him full nine, 90 minutes because we can see Kane, Lukaku, Morata, Aguero just relentless, none stop scoring goals, so I don't want him to fall behind, way behind, and him to be looking at that golden boot and be like, oh, I need to reach that. Yes, the golden boot is not the most important thing, but you know for a fact that if one of your strikers does have the golden boot, that you're closer to the title because your striker scored a lot got a lot of goals that could help you collect those points to the title. So, the more goals, the more confidence builds for Lacazette, the more points we collect we need to utilise him much more. We're on a good run at the moment. We're, it's international week again, unfortunately. But who cares? Um, actually, I care. <laughs> I care. I don't want international week. I hate it. It feels like it's forever. But it is what it is. It is the situation. Arsenal um, cannot lose momentum. They need to remember and pick up um where they leave off just before international, and get back to into the groove. Obviously, there are some you know some tasty games that are coming back as soon as the um, international week is over. Especially the Liverpool United game, where I'm looking forward to, and I'm hoping that Liverpool will collect some points from United. Um, City going to Stoke, which. Quite, you know, a walk in the park for them, <laughs> in all honesty. See, so, yeah, and Chelsea have P- Palace, Tottenham, Bournemouth. They look like they're all collecting points. That's what I do now, in all honesty. I'm always looking at the EPL fixtures, wondering where these teams are going to be losing points. And also, travel to Watford on a Saturday at 5.30. So, that's an important game for us. I'll we'll be speaking about that. As uh, sometime later next week of Arsenal versus Watford preview. In the meantime, I'll be doing a podcast this week Friday regarding, like I said, I am gonna dedicate a podcast to Theo Walker Now, when I say dedicate, I don't mean a good good dedication. I just mean you know to summarise this guy's failure at the football club. So there, you guys have a keep your eye on that. That will be released on Friday. The good news is we're on the up. We're fifth in the league. <laughs> we're above Liverpool. <laughs> so I wonder what Ox is thinking to himself right now. And we're a point behind Tottenham, a few points behind um, United and City. I don't want to look too much into the league, but I, I tend to do, I'm sure everyone does themselves. We need to keep the confidence and momentum going. We need to believe as a club... And we need to drop under the radar, just quietly. No one's really paying attention. Keep collecting the points. And in good time, we'll all see where we stand. Uh, that's it for today, guys. Uh, congratulations on Arsenal Wenger for reaching his 21st anniversary at the football club. A massive, exceptional achievement. If he is to stay and have... Another three, uh, probably three, four more years at Arsenal Football Club. Let's hope they come with titles and titles. So congrats to Arsenal. Congrats to Arsenal Wenger for the weekend. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys like, subscribe. You can find me on SunCloud, on iTunes, on The Gunner for Life. Also, I've got an Instagram page that I've recently started regarding purely that it's dedicated to, obviously arsenal (laughs) so you might want to check that out that's on instagram and it's called the username is and the gunner for life the gunner for life so check that out guys thank you very much again for tuning in until next time peace out guys as always